Hello and welcome to the Atma Podcast. I'm here with Dan. Um, I am being. I'm told that Jordan will be with us in the next couple of minutes. He just had to nip to the shops. I don't know what for. It was obviously urgent. I didn't <laughs> pry because I was just uh, concentrating on trying to get this on semi on time. I know we're we're now four minutes past eleven, but yeah, I'll give us a bit of slack, you know. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, we're the shops. Yeah, I don't know what what he's gone to get. It must be pretty urgent. Maybe he just needed some sustenance. I don't know. Because yeah. an hour talking about stuff can take it out of you sometimes. But yeah, we'll be um, taking a trip down memory lane today, talking about some nostalgic stuff. Um, I've got a whole host of things, like a list. I think it's so, like nearly 50 items that some of them just bring back such vivid memories of being at school and playing video games, that sort of stuff. But yeah, it's we always love taking a trip down memory lane. He's on the blower. I don't know where my phone is. Um, <laughs> and it's linked to the computer, and I was uh, like, oh, no. "Nightmare." I know, usually, I just turn it off. But uh, yeah, I don't know if that does that. Glorious Apple products. It's off now. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, we'll be taking a trip down memory lane. But the first thing I want to speak speak about, which I might just delay a couple of minutes to wait to see if Jordan gets here, because I don't know if he's heard about it or not. Um, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk apparently have both agreed and are both willing to do a mixed martial arts UFC kind of cage fight style thing, which is just crazy to me. Would would you pay yeah. to watch it? Would you honestly pay oh. to watch it? No. No. Um, because, well... They're both the richest, you know, they're up there. Elon's the richest man in the world and Zuck's not far off, is he? No. Um, so they don't need any money. Uh, I like Elon Musk. So I'd like him to beat Zuckerberg. Yeah. Um, but you're just going to watch that on the highlights anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm going to chat with him, Jordan, because I don't know really why they're doing it. Um they're both like everyone knows who they are, don't they? Yeah, I feel they don't like, need money. They're both super famous. Yeah, they definitely both don't 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 need money. I guess the whole kind of way this has been played off is like Instagram and Facebook versus Twitter. And, yeah, and that's yeah, like yeah. The... I get. I mean, they both do a little bit of like martial arts and stuff. Um, I think I think well I've seen Zuckerberg but I don't know how long they've been doing it for it's just weird yeah like I'd rather them two get in a cage with a professional MMA guy and yeah. then he's beating the fuck out of them um, <laughs> I'd get more yeah. I'd pay to see that yeah yeah I just I just I, I can't I don't know Zuckerberg's weird anyway he's just a, like he's a it's a, like you know, you never know. It might be pleasantly surprised, and it's all right. But yeah, yeah, you just could a be. weird character. I'd like to see him get punched. I like, like yeah. Oh, maybe actually, I will pay just as hopefully Elon <laughs> just fucking smashes him in the face. Oh. there's been times when I wanted to do that. Yeah, Jordan has returned. Well, he's, he's returned from the shops. Um, Hello, sorry. What did you get? Milk. That was it. There you go. <laughs> That's it. So I'm gonna have a cup of tea. I do apologise. That's it. But I, I just thought I, I can do this, and then 
I've been for four minutes late, but seven. <laughs> sorry. Well, actually, I'll go for a cup of tea. We started four minutes late, sir. So, all right, don't worry about it. Ah, oh, there we go. Cool. Uh, how is everyone? I'm good. I'm good. Just, uh, very good, very good. Enjoying good, hay fever. Enjoying what? Hay fever. Hay fever. Yeah, I must suffered. admit, I do, I do suffer with it in the summer. Never suffered. Um, I overheard you guys talk about Elon. Yes. Uh, thingy. Elon and Zuckerberg. Right. The just... thing is, though, that is that Mark Zuckerberg is apparently really good at jujitsu. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him do. He enters in competitions and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, that they do just do stand up, and I just want to see him get punched. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So. Definitely. I mean, that's that. That is the thing. Like, if he does jujitsu, fair enough. But you don't get punched in the face in jujitsu. No. Nah. I mean, you can get like you know, this the forearm pressed against it and stuff, but. Oh, see, yeah. it, is, it is weird, isn't it? It's uh, I don't. It doesn't really fit into any any like other of these YouTube kind of fights. No, but this is this is. I think this could be even fucking better, right? Sorry, I apologise. I'm eating a crumpet. I don't know what the yeah, fuck no. I'm doing this morning. Sorry. <laughs> fuck all the YouTube boxing shit. I want to see bored billionaire boxing. Yeah, okay, yeah. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, I just uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that Mark um, Zuckerberg did jujitsu, but yeah. I just don't see it being in any way a spectacle unless they just both unlike uh, under the radar in terms of their ability and just come out swinging and knock each other out. It's, it's... Well, I mean, the thing is though, they can afford the most elite of elite training if they wanted to. Like they yeah, can right. be like, right, let's call it let's give it a year to train and then they just Yeah. They can build yeah. their own dojo. Yeah, they're both quite driven characters as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a weird one. I just uh Battle of just doesn't excite me. Twitter versus Facebook. Yeah, yeah. The, stock, the stock price is on the line. <laughs> oh, I, has anyone seen? Has has the um, Tesla or Twitter stock dropped recently? Because it came out that um, Elon Musk uh, uses ketamine for depression. Jesus. And I just thought, you dumped the Tesco's, uh, Tesco, Tesla stock because you smoked the blunt on, uh, on Joe Rogan. You're now saying mm. you do ketamine for depression. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder if that had an effect. I'm not sure ketamine's the. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the drug of choice. I, I when no, I know, I've, I've never I've heard known, that before. I've known people do ketamine in, in the past, and it it's not never been for depression. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like psilocybin and magic mushrooms are for, uh, yeah pretty good oh. for depression. A horse tranquilizer. A horse tranquilizer. Yeah, it doesn't. It's just stupid. Yeah. I wonder who was the first vet, the first veterinarian to be like, hmm, Try I wonder what happened if I put this horse tranquilizer inside me and then all of a sudden he just blew the market wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Just the, yeah, the first K-hole. Yeah, absolutely. I have a question, a moral dilemma for you guys. Oh, God, right? okay. 
Yeah, this happened. This happened the other day. I won't say what side uh, I was on. So I know I what this is. Get... I know what this is already. Okay, this will be for Dan then, right. so I can get a truly non-biased opinion, right? So, buying rounds. Mm. Okay, you've been buying. You're in a group, and you've been buying rounds for a few days. Yeah. And everyone's just there, just getting points. Do you know what I mean? Nothing, nothing flashy, just points or, you know, whatever. Maybe a bottle of record legs, you know. And then if someone decided that, I don't know, they fancy something a little bit extra, maybe a, an Irish coffee, which costs literally twice as much as any of the other drinks when it's not their round, is that person a questionable character, a C-U-N-T? Or is it just like, eh? I used to have a similar thing with a mate I used to go out, and, um, <clears throat> but he was minted and I was poor. <clears throat> so we were, <clears throat> we were great. He would always get just his drink, his go-to drink standard, his preference of double JD and Coke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was always pricey. Like, depending where you're drinking, some places it's really expensive. Um, yeah. And my, I would, a, a golf country club, for example, where even points yeah, are expensive. I would just have a beer, and it was always like, and I just didn't have the money to. But we, yeah. you, but you do rounds, and it's like yeah. so. Uh, um, and I don't think he even thought about it because he was just minted. He wasn't really maybe he thought I had more money. So, but I would, I would like on my round, I'd get a bottle, and then on his round, I would get a double. Yeah. Um, but what if it was your round last? So you yeah, never had the opportunity to rinse him. I think, yeah, I think with it, it is, it's, it's down to the circumstances. Is, is that their just go-to drink all the time? Or no. are they... Just, no, if, 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 if that person was it? ordering a pint of Aspel's every time and then all of a sudden wanted a fucking Irish coffee specifically with Jameson's, which Jameson's alone was £6 a shot, and then yeah. they charged for the coffee. And, and, at a country, and at a country, I would, I'll, yeah. in that scenario, um, yeah. I would, uh, you would expect the person to just say, oh, no, no, it's a bit more half or a bit more. Yeah. Um, no, but no, just no, some, no. some people, I don't, they can be oblivious with yeah with, uh, with rounds can't they yeah so basically that was the scenario all week um the thing was we were play we were playing because on that golf trip what we do is we pay we normally play on a saturday for a fiver around and as in like a round of golf and whoever wins out of the six of us gets the fivers but then the winner gets the drinks so mm. most of the rounds were through that through the holiday although on the holiday we we're doing 10 pound a round um but in the evenings we, we just took turns getting rounds, right? And it was my round last. And everyone had just been getting, like I say, pints of Aspals or beer or whatever. And this this uh, I, this guy who plays with us, he's retired now. He retired early because he, he's done well for himself. And uh, unfortunately, the only way I can describe this guy, and I'm not the only one to describe him from the trip as it, um, is a smug, arrogant prick, basically, right? <laughs> And, um, yeah, it was my round. He was like, oh, I, I think I'll have an Irish coffee with Jameson's. And I thought, hang on a minute, this is going to be a bit fucking more than basically a five or a drink that everyone mm. else has been having. And I went up to the bar and I, was, I ordered it all. And I was like, just, just out of interest, mate, how much is that Irish coffee? And he's like, oh, uh, £10.60. 
I'm sorry. I, I like. I want to. I want to be clear here, right? If every drink was a tenner, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's totally yeah. cool. Yeah, it's totally cool. Yeah, yeah. It's the fact that this was double the price of anyone else's, and he hadn't ordered it once throughout the whole trip, yeah. right? And and so I I took I I when I took it back to the table, I was like, there you go. Name. That was a fucking tenner. That was nearly a third of the whole round. And he just laughed, and I just sort of like gave the face of you're a prick. Mm. And uh, and to which this guy, and honestly, right, basically this group that I play golf with. Uh, my dad is an integral part, yeah. And if he wasn't, if he wasn't, I don't think it would have went as it did. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't want to upset dad. Basically, I don't want to keep the peace for dad. Yeah, yeah. But fuck me, right? So he, I, I basically, he, he knew I was pissed off about it. This this guy, and he went, "It's all right. It's only money." And I just, and I just, and I went, "Yeah, it's only my money." Name, and then, uh, but I just couldn't. Honestly, mate, I was fucking seething with the prick. Yeah. Well, and, um, and, I, and I just asked, it, I just asked, I just asked a load of people, like anonymously, like I just did there. Yeah, uh, was yeah. I the one who ordered the drink, or wasn't I? And every single person was like, "Cunt, that's it. It's rude. You don't do that on rounds. You know, yeah, you, you yeah, keep it. Yeah. You should keep it within yeah, a price yeah. range of everyone yeah. else." I think that that's a general consensus. So what I what what you could have done to be petty, or it, it was the last frame, but on, on your end, you could have just been like. Yeah, I love. What's your most expensive glass of champagne? Oh no, no, oh mate, no. I've already got a plan. So basically, yeah. next time this guy wins, right, that'll be his round. Admittedly, it'll be from all the winnings and that. I'm going to order an Irish coffee with Jamesons. I'm going to sit there while everyone drinks their drinks, and then I'm going to go right. We're ready to go, and I'm going to pour it out on the floor. And I'm going <laughs> to go home. That's what I'm going to do. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's what I will do. And it, and he might not win for weeks and weeks and weeks. I don't give a fuck. The moment that man wins, I'll order an Irish coffee. I fucking hate coffee. Don't like Jameson's either. And I'll sit there and then I'll pour it out on the floor and walk off. And then I will feel complete. There you go. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I just wanted to... I, I wanted to lay the guy out. I was just like, you're an actual toss. But the, the problem was, it wasn't even like, you know... Ah, if he was like well all right and a fun you know fun guy and that then I'd be I'd be like, you know what, fuck it, he's a legend, I'll do it. You know. Yeah. But it's the fact he's a smug, arrogant prick. Yeah. I wonder if he'd done it to because it was you. Or Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But he made an enemy that day that he didn't want to make. <laughs> Mortal enemy. Yeah, uh, fucking. Hell. I think the thing that tips over the edge is the fact that he did it at the last possible point. Um, yeah, you have... yeah. So there's no, no, like he couldn't get him back or anything yeah, like that, yeah. you know. Yeah, the, this the reason I say that is because of the way you said his response was because in that situation, say it was me and I just really wanted that that drink, and I was like, I mean, I would offer, um, but just yeah. say you forgot. Obviously, when you took it back and said, "Oh, that that was a tenner." Um, he could his response then could have been, "Oh, sorry, mate. I like, yeah, shit. I didn't even think is a is a fiver or yeah. whatever. Or I'll chuck a five in the kitty or something yeah. to, but yeah, but one to have a load of money and then go out oh, only money. Just, just yeah. like Rick. it's like, well, that's yeah, that's just been a bit of a div. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. if it was his round and he ordered himself a bottle or something." And he came over and he was like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's only money. Then it's like, oh, yeah, fair enough. It is only money because it's your money, you know. Oh, I, just, I would just, I, I would wait. I would literally find out the most expensive bottle of champagne in there. Yeah. 
and when it when it I'll be, when he'll when it's his way, I'll be like, yeah, mate, I want the Dom Perignon, and, yeah. and he'd be like, oh, yeah, and I'd be like, no, it makes only money. Yeah, oh, it's only money. It's only money, home. mate. Yeah, uh, and so I'll, and then, and I'd even buy the next bottle, just to, <laughs> yeah. just to piss him off. I'm like, yeah, mate, it's only money in it. Yeah, fuck it, honestly, mate, fucking prick. <laughs> like, yeah, I just go, oh man. I but I, I personally do. I don't know him, and just but from that it sounds like he's just done it to a bit to wind you up. Yeah, yeah, but he just looks like a total prick at the same time. But he is. You'll have you to. Uh, you'll have to update us when he next wins. Yeah, I'll, I yeah, I'll get Jameson. I don't. Yeah, Jameson's and coffee though. That's. Uh... Yeah. I, I don't like coffee. I don't know why. Yeah, I was, I was looked at the menu and I was like, "Fucking hell, Jameson's is six pound on its own." And they and is I it? know basically, basically, like the 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 golf clubs. That's yeah, they're is. fucking stupid. So rounds are so expensive, <clears throat> just because, like, say you wanted um a lager shandy, yeah, yeah, they'll charge you at my golf club anyway, and the one that we went to. They'll charge you for a pint of beer and a pint of lemonade. Wow. Yeah. It's even like, what even though fuck? you have neither. Yeah. A pint but of What neither. the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's mad. That is crazy. So I knew, I knew straight away, I was like, that's going to be a straight up shot of Jameson's and a straight up like black coffee for this or whatever the fuck they make a Irish coffee with. So I was just intrigued. And then lo and behold, there it was. But yeah, I'll get him. I'll fucking get him. <laughs> I'll fucking get him, Clip that. you know. And and like at the minute, he's better at golf than me, but not by much. And he's in his sixties, right? And like, I can assure you, I reckon it will take me about a year to get better than him. And I will take pride in mercilessly battering him every Saturday <laughs> from here on out. Honestly, like I fucking hate the guy now. And it isn't, I do want to be, I want to make something very clear. It's not just because of this drink. It's because of how it's been. Like, for example, um, me and uh, Luke, who are, who's my doubles partner in the summer doubles, we're through to the quarterfinals, absolutely buzzing in my first, like, proper, proper big tournament. That's, like, trophy, name on the board, everything. Um, we run the, won the first round. And basically, you take 60% of um, the lower handicap, which is mine, and then 40% of the higher handicap, which was loops, right? And then you work out your handicap, and then you go against your opponents, and then whoever's got a bigger handicap, they can be, anyway, blah, blah, blah. Now, I'm obviously nearly 30, and I can count. Luke is 25, works in finance for Kettle Crisps, right? <laughs> a big company. He knows numbers, right? We won. The first thing Alan said, because he thought that we'd done our handicap wrong, he was like, oh, um, have you done the wrong handicap? Because you might have to be disqualified, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, first of all, fuck off. We're celebrating. Second of all, no, we haven't, because I know how to count. And he know he works in fucking finance. And then about an hour later, oh, would you? I guess um, he said something like, oh, there's a first time for everything. Turns out I'm wrong. And it's just like, mate, fuck off. <laughs> just say, well done and move on. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, I hate this guy, and um, I intend to make the remainder of his life a misery. There you go. Yeah, but it all just it all just capitulated, you know. I was like, is this guy as much of an arsehole as I think, or have I just got like rose tinted glass or like 
the opposite of rose tinted glasses here. And then, uh, then when he did that order, it was like, no, yeah, he is. He's a C-U-N-T. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Confirmed. Confirmed. So there we go. It's just a bit snaky, that- isn't it? The last, no, last mate, order. Yeah. Yeah. And he also he does he doesn't fucking shut up about money. Yeah. He's just like, mate, like we get it. You worked offshore. I don't fucking care, mate. <laughs> it's just money. You know what I mean? Like, well done. Give yourself a pat on the back. Like you we literally we play with my uncle John, right? My uncle John on paper, because he's got lots of assets, he's worth between seven and eight million. You would never know. Yeah, you would never know. He's just a guy that plays golf. But then this Alan guy, who I think is retired, his name, who's just retired with about (laughs) with about four five hundred k, just won't fucking shut up. You think he's the richest man on the planet? It's like mate, yeah, don't fucking care. There we go. Ashton Mitchell says so. This this guy is the new James from Pets at Home. Then, yeah, that's it. But I can't escape him because I play golf uh, on the weekends. Sick. But anyway, that's my moan over. Sorry, guys. That's all right. I need to get up. Need it's to get right. off my chest. It's therapeutic. But I will. I'll let. I'll let you know. I'm telling you. I'm doing that. Doing that Irish coffee thing. I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> I know you will. That's the thing. I know you will do that. Yeah. That's funny. I fucking will. I'm telling you. I I'll, say I'll happily buy you an expensive drink if I like you. But if you're a smug prick, fuck off. Nah. You know? Yeah. See you later. Yeah. There we go. Anyway. Right. Well, well that, was te- that was technically nostalgia because it happened earlier in the week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it makes you feel nostalgic, but no, it doesn't. But we'll we'll hopefully improve that with uh, a look yeah. at some of these images that will, I'm sure, bring back some memories. Um, first one. Anyone remember this uh, screensaver? <laughs> the pipes. Yes. Is that is it a DVD? I, I think it was on the on the computer. Like if you left the screen, oh, if you didn't oh, touch like it. Windows ninety five or something. I think so. Yeah. If it says it's what. disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean it, just like a... it looks atrocious, but I just remember just watching it with all. Yeah. Like, when is Did this? They all end? move about. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think well, if I mean, you if all... you left like a computer like you didn't touch it for like ten, like ten fifteen start minutes, it would start doing that. Yeah, well, start yeah. doing the old pipes. Yes, it's a blank CDs. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Ricky Martin. Mambo number five. No scrubs. That's a, that's a very strange list. Yeah, that is a, that's a very Miami. varied. You've got like Jay Z. Ricky Martin, <laughs> Smash yeah. Mouth, Will Smith, <laughs> Britney Spears, like that is Backstreet Boys. Oh, I, yeah, I mean it looks like gold. I'm a mix. That is a mix, you know. That is. That a, is a mix. A, yeah, a schizophrenic mix of songs. That yeah. is Backstreet Boys. Very yeah, oh yeah, very, very nineties. So nineties, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think the Jay Z one must have just been at the time. It was, yeah, that's just like a no mix in it. Yeah, ninety nine. Are they still going? Now that's what I call. Yeah, I mean, if it is, it's got to be like no fucking ten million. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, I I used to make tons of like just go on LimeWire. Yeah, and uh, just make tons of CDs, like obviously blank CDs, and then 
rip them and then play some yeah, yeah. CD. Quality. Did you need a special pen to write on that as well, or was it, can you just use a? I can't. I know you, you probably needed something that was obviously permanent. Smudge off. Yeah. They've got multiple. They've got colours. Whoever this is, they've got multiple colours. So I think they're set. But yeah, that that is could that... be an alternative for the last what I call music. It's what? funny, isn't it, when you get? Because I remember getting a CD and it was like so much obviously better than a tape. It was yeah, like yeah. this is. It was so sick. I was like, go yeah. just skip it because it, it's convenience. And then, but now you look at a CD and you're like, it's not. It's not even worth putting one in because it's yeah. only twelve songs. It's it's kind of they're just pointless. But it's just funny how quick it changes. Yeah, really. it was. I, I just remember when it's so advanced, and then it, and then I remember getting a USB um, MP4 and putting like thirty songs on it, and I was yeah. like, "Shit, man, you, you're not <laughs> going to beat this." No, this is the pinnacle. This is, yeah, it will not. Yeah, uh, I remember pinnacle. when. Um... Computer programs came on floppy disks. Yeah. Yes, mate. Yeah, all my all my uh, work at uni was all on floppy disks. Was dis- that? Yeah, all my dissertation work. Um, so yeah, my full dissertation is on a floppy disk somewhere. No way. And it's funny. I've got all my work on some disks um, somewhere. Um, but so you can't even not plug it in. You need to buy the little accessory. Yeah, was that the old laptops? Well, not laptops, really. It was the old, the old big unit. Yeah, you put your, your disc in. Yeah, but yeah. even that, even the disc at uni, I thought, God, this is this is like this is mental. <laughs> this is like this will never be beaten. Yeah, ever. you don't get a. But it's when I first when I, like again, it's nostalgia, so I'll jump it fits. But when I first joined the army, you had this. Um, so this was before computers you had this kind of what it's called but it's like big old machine it's got like a magnifying glass and a light on the top and it's almost like you get these slides and you put them in and it like magnifies it up and it was it's all the books were on these oh yeah yeah slides and it was like you get your slide it was like so ancient um, yeah it take you ages to like find it Robert, I don't really know the purpose of it, really. I guess it's a space. It, you can have small ones. But you have these boxes of these slides in going through. It was just it was awful. I think I've seen them in the movies where they go into, like, <clears throat> libraries and stuff and look at news articles and that. Yeah. And like, yeah. It was, twisting it. yeah I always that, wondered how they worked. But that yeah. makes so much sense now you've said that, that they're magnified. Yeah. So, so how the fuck have they got all these, like, papers in there? Yes, it's tiny little, like, little printed disc and then it's magnified up and then you can um so you can store loads go in it yeah get your get your information and that but yeah computers just blew all that out the window didn't they mm-hmm. it makes yeah. you wonder like to where we're at now we're obviously still with usb sticks and stuff but like or, or hard drives and but where will it go from there unless it's yeah. just all on the cloud mm. it's got to be to the point isn't it where uh, you know kind of like the Neuralink and stuff where it's just um, or it's all on your gla- you know your glasses. It's just linked. Yeah. To... I mean, it's pretty mad that obviously you just got the internet on your phones. You can get access to so much information on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, the only going forward, really, the only is to take the phone away. Yeah. Um, have it on your glasses, or or, or even for a new or whatever. Yeah. Crazy. 
these are still do it HMV. I was gonna say, yeah, I did have memories yeah, cool. of HMV just going yeah. through band posters and stuff and game, yeah, like game posters. Yeah, that was cool. WH Smithy stuff then. I mean that that shouldn't really fade away, should it? That should still no. be about, but yeah, you hardly see it. Yeah, the only like I say, the only place I can think of is uh, is HMV. Yeah, no, they're yeah. cool. Like them. I do write a good good poster. Mm. But yeah, like, it's just everything kind of physical. Like, anything that's physical is kind of just not as prominent, obviously. Yeah. yeah. It's like um, VHS tapes, like they're borderline ancient now but mm. if you get like a, a pack of them just blank i mean i don't even know how much they sell for but it's crazy to think how much the curve is that when they come in they're pricey when they become the yeah. norm they start to come down and when they go out of fashion they're just like you could give them away people won't yeah. even have them for free and then yeah. you like five, ten years later, they start to pick up price. It's such a weird, yeah, uh, kind of cycle it goes through. Yeah, it just shows how quick we move, like with technology and like consume, consumerism. Yeah, we, what like, do you, what do you think nostalgia is? Like, do you think it's like as you like go through life, obviously some some memories you kind of think of in a more positive light than maybe even they were, and and you kind of want to go back there. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like you'd like to go back to that period of time. So maybe that's why all of a sudden value is attached. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. I think also a, a thing with it as well with nostalgia or for me anyway, and I think it resonates with probably a lot of people is that say that I love Mega Drive games. Like they're my, yeah. they're my thing that I collect. Um, and when I was young, I had like a couple, one or two. And there was loads that I used to really want and couldn't buy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you'd really want this thing. And then later on in life, as you get older and you, you, know, you, you got some cash, you can buy yeah. these things that, that were Literally. were like, were so big to you at the time. And we're like, I, I remember thinking as this game come out, I remember thinking, that's all I want in life. If I get that, like, that's all yeah. I want. I didn't want anything else. I just wanted this one game. And I was like, I just remember for a period just nothing else mattered apart from this 40 quid game. I did, I got it in the end. And it's just, I've got that game now. And it, I don't know, I've yeah. never played it um, since then. Yeah. But it's just funny that I just really remember having that feeling that that's all I wanted. Yeah. It's so strange that you say that at this moment because you just said that and Yu-Gi-Oh cards are on the on the screen. And literally, I'll get them now. It, the exact same thing happened when I was a kid. In Yu-Gi-Oh, there was a there was uh, one called Exodia, and he was broken up into five pieces, and um, so hard to get. And I never, I never even had one piece of Exodia, right? Mm. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm an adult now." So I bought them, and like, this is the bollocks to me. Hang on, one sec. Ah. And I even got, I even bought them PSA fucking graded. Oh, um, nice. But like, so yeah, so this is, you know, the, this to me as a kid would be like fucking gold dust, the five yeah, piece yeah. of Zodia. 
Yeah. You know, and so you got his arm, his, his legs, and uh, the body, and the other, and it's just fucking. I just got to the stage where I was an adult with adult money, and I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna get him." And uh, yeah, it's just it's just weird, like how much as a kid, like I wanted these, and then just one day, it's just like I, re- I kind of realized, like, shit, you can just buy stuff if you, you know, obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. be sensible. Yeah. But if you if you have your, if you can, you can just just buy the things that you want and yeah. uh, wanted as a kid. And um, I actually got these for quite a good price. But, um, yeah. It's and mad, isn't it? Own them. That there's a transition from when you were a kid and you never – you earn bits of money for doing, like, whatever, car washing or, or yeah. car boots or whatever. But, like, I remember – I specifically remember going to my first job. I think I was 16. And um, I think the pay – it was an apprentice – Apprentice paper. I think I got three hundred and fifty quid. Yeah. And then, like, I said to my mum, I was like, I got this money. I was like, you know, do you want any money for like rent or something? And she was like, hey, fifty quid. Um, back in the day, and I had three hundred quid. And I was like, I said, I remember going to mum, like, what can I, what, what can I buy? And she was like, it's your money. I buy what you want. And I was like, there's this leather jacket. I was like, can I get? It's like eighty quid, I think. And it, uh, and I would have always had to ask my mum for that. To, to get it yeah yeah like a big thing whatever and she was like yeah just, you know it's your money by one i bought it and i was like i think that's when you like kind of truly understand the value of money yeah but I, I think like you said with that it's good with your kids obviously got two kids it's good not to just give them everything they, they want when they want yeah um it's yeah. good to like let them wait for some stuff or not even give them some stuff just be like you know you can't can't have that or because you know, you need that feeling as you get older. Yeah. Um, I, I feel, do you know what? At the time, obviously, it, I wished it was, at the time, I wished it was different, but now I wouldn't change it pretty much. Exactly. I, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't grow up at all. Um, I don't get like, I had a very happy, wonderful childhood and all the rest of it, but we weren't rich by any fucking stretch of the imagination. And pretty much only on the rarest of, of occasions <clears throat> was this broken, but I'd basically, if I got something, it was my birthday or it was Christmas. Mm. I, that was, it was never yeah. just sort of like, oh, you like that? Yeah, here you go. Here it is. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that, that you know, now in later life, all right, I've just said, you know, I've, you know, I just, just bought these because I wanted them, blah, blah, blah. But it does, I, I, I do feel like I do have a respectable and good grasp of the value of money. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like I was taught that because I couldn't just have whatever the fuck I wanted when I wanted it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And no, I, that's just... not that's, that's not to slight the pe- the people that grew up and did because at the end of the day, if your parents did that for you, happy days, and it was out of your control. It was your parents' decision, you know. So, yeah, but but for me, that was never the case. And I do, like I say, I feel like it just gives you that greater, um, that greater value of money. I mean, like for example, I um. One of the one of the things when I when I became a lifeguard, um, I was given an opportunity to become a lifeguard, but you had to do the training first, and the training cost money. And so, I rather than asking my mum or my dad for the money to do the training to get the job, I sold my Xbox 360 <clears throat> to pay for the training. No, oh, no. To then buy. I then bought yeah. PlayStation 3 with my first 
wages instead. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. Um, which I just feel like because of how I was brought up with money, I think that's why I kind of came to that decision. But, but yeah, I just think I think I'm sure as parents you want to give your kids the world, but actually there is there is uh, um, probably something special in not giving them every, everything. And like when it. they can get it themselves, it feels better. Yeah, it's such a it's such a weird line to tread and a yeah, hard line, and um, and it's like there'll be stuff that that I'll make my kids wait for. Like if it's yeah. expensive items, I, like, and we could just get it straight away, but it's just yeah. like, it's like, no, like you have to, you have to earn that. Yeah. Um, like little things is fine. But it, even then it's like, so like I, I took my daughter to the car boot and, and she was like selling cans and she, yeah. she, she made some bracelets and, and she made 40 quid. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Selling cans. I had a load of water and she told all this water, but like, because she made that money, like that's her forty quid. She's like, she she's like she's got some other money. She's got about hundred quid or something. But she yeah. really respects that money and understands. Yeah. It. And like she'll buy little things. And um and she bought her sister. Uh, like we were going around the carpet, and this woman was selling these dolls. Um, yeah. I mean, she wanted. I mean, some of the dolls were forty quid at a car boot. I was like, you mad? And, uh, but she had this start ten quid, and I was like, ten quid for a doll at a car boot. Yeah, like, you know, it's a lot of money at a car. Like money is like ten x in it a car boot. But then uh, Sarah holds it. She was like, "I'll buy it for you." She bought it, and, uh, and that was really cute. Yeah, uh, I'll give her the money back anyway. But it was just like, but yeah. she still, she still made the decision. She herself. made the decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's she, awesome. She, yeah, so wait, but um, it is. Yeah, it's important. Like I say, it's it's hard because you just do want to buy them anything they want. Of course. And give, and, yeah. Like especially if it's little stuff, you just yeah. like, oh yeah, but you 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 can't do that. Um, yeah again for, you know it, you gotta set in place things for when you're older mm, i yeah. suppose i suppose with children when it, when it comes to children if you're buying stuff for them like maybe once or twice fine but once it becomes like a routine it's almost like an expectation on their behalf for you yeah, to do that yeah yeah um it, it, it's weird man because it's like again you know what you like when you're kid and you get stuff and you're like it's amazing and you can buy them loads of little stuff all the time but then it ruins the yeah yeah the value of it um yeah so yeah it's such a it is a weird thing especially as a dad with like two girls it's like yeah but... you know, i'd like to buy them stuff all the time um but you just have to balance it out because you, you know for for their good you don't want sport kids yeah no definitely yeah. not definitely not oh it's, uh oh my god brings back yeah, the, old, the old wheeling it out yeah. They still yeah. wheel it out. They do that, and my kids they do that. Do the they? Oh yeah, wheeled it out. I mean, that cracks me up. The like, TV and the VCR. Wheeling that was out. good. That's just good times, isn't it? Even looking at that, that's just like yeah. Uh, we're not. We're not. We're miss skipping a class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is one class I'm staying in for. It doesn't matter what you're watching because you no. you're there for your mates watching. It's just so much better than uh. Than it would be if you were just to to watch it at home. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, uh, you you did know that was a good. You, you knew that it was going to be either a complete like dos of a lesson, or you're going to actually yeah, watch yeah. something decent and still be obviously happy about it. You just knew it was going to be a good lesson when that rolled in. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like if you ever if you ever been at work somewhere and and, and you don't have to work <clears throat> or whatever, you can just watch it watch something like that's always. 
feels better than just watching it at home because you're getting yeah. paid. Yeah. yeah. Um, or any any training that involved like watching a video where I've wherever I've yeah. been, been like <laughs> switch off. Let's go. Yeah, I can get to sleep. <laughs> but no. then in school I always remembered like so obviously the lights would be off and that and then like it'd either be me or friends or just someone else in class would be talking and then the teacher would just like pause it <laughs> and then just like shout <laughs> and then be like, you know, so I'm talking. We're gonna go back to the textbooks. Oh uh, yeah, no. <laughs> and, then, and then like put it back on. Not the text. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. No. It did that, is it, this weirdly reminds me of um when we did that pod with a watch along and we yeah. turned the lights, turned the lights off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so to funny. be honest, I mean it weren't it weren't a slight against David Amborough, but <laughs> There would have been times where I've done that easily in lessons and in probably training at work. Yeah, you know, just yeah. They'd just be like, so this is a safety critical video you're about to watch. Make sure to pay attention. Yeah. I was like, yeah. You know I mean, I never, <laughs> I never forget. I had to sit through. I tried to get out of it. There were none of it. At pets at home. I had to sit through a fucking. Um, like how to lift stuff safely. Oh, mate. And I was like James because it was James. I was like, James, you know, I've just spent the last four years as a personal trainer. I have one of the things that was part of my degree was literally advanced lifting techniques in the like, I know how to lift a box. Can we skip this next half an hour? No, you have to watch it. I have to tick it off. It's like, great, awesome, quality. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I, I remember when I was training to be a signaler. For network rail bearing in mind i've already worked for network rail for like two three months at this point working on a crossing right the first thing that we had to do as a group was learn how to lift a box (laughs) i'm like i've been ridiculous isn't it i've been pulling a fucking lever for a train (laughs) down the track this is a literal lever connected to like miles of cable I've had to yeah. yank that with every fucking fibre of force I have in my being. But you want, to, you want to tell me, and I've got to demonstrate to you how to lift an empty cardboard box. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what is that? What are we doing here? What yeah, is then. going on? But yeah, I, I saw it. this. I don't even see it. Uh, B and Q. B and Q notice. Can you see that? It says, on the handle of each trolley, there are guidelines for say, oh, not how to push a trolley. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Oh, I, just, I shared it. I must have, I put, it must have been chaos before they put this up. <laughs> it's people just oh, using the other way. It's like, oh, yeah, like the wrong slip, way around. Just slip discs everywhere. Yeah. There's people it's spinning funny. out of control, just going into the fucking toilets. There's it's people like, on the floor who's been hit. But it's just like last what? Wednesday, four paraplegics. <laughs> what a in one cut. shift. They're just a bloke carrying it around, just acting like it's a basket. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, just when did that become a need that I know that someone was fuck, sat down man. and go, oh, we know what, we know what we got to do. That's just someone trying to keep their job in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, oh fucking yeah. hell! And they would have had to have replaced every single trolley handle at the very least. Yeah. To put the yeah. guidelines on, yeah. what a fucking waste of money. Yeah. Oh, awful. The amount so they probably money. invested millions into that. Yeah. Instead of giving their staff a pay rise, yeah. <laughs> and just what type of world have we come to when? Oh, I know. Like, you just shouldn't even be allowed out of your house, should you? If you, nah. 
<laughs> no. Yeah, like Ricky, Ricky Gervais has that amazing bit. It's like, why on earth do we have safety label? Oh, I mean, I guess it's for kids, so I kind of just killed his own joke, but uh, killed his joke. But, um, you know, why have we got safety labels on bleach bottles? Just take them off. If, if, if adults want to drink bleach, they probably shouldn't be here anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if they're that stupid that they don't realize that what they're doing is, you know, lifting up Dettol. Yeah, yeah, you know. it's, there's a lot of over over engineer stuff or over yeah. complicated safety. Well, I, I think where I jumped Definitely. off, where I jumped off was uh, peanuts. When you got a pack of peanuts and it said it may contain peanuts, it's that's to me. Yeah. It's just that's where I jumped off. I was like, well, okay, I'm off. Definitely. I love the fact that it says May as well. <laughs> yeah, like, May contain. Yeah. You know, there's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance. It's it's more it's more than ninety nine percent chance it will have peanuts. In it. So you're saying when when I was um, when I was in Egypt when I did the quads in the desert, right? Fucking some really awesome pictures on the quads and that. But I got a high vis jacket on and it just looks shit. And I just thought, like, hang on, is the bright red quad not enough? You know that that you can see there's a person there. You need a high vis fucking jacket on as well. Yeah, it's just fucking oh man, and I, I, that surprised me to be honest. Because in Egypt, I mean, I got into three Ubers and not one had seatbelts in it. Oh, I didn't even yeah. have seatbelts. So why in am it? I? No, not even seatbelts in the car. So like, why am I wearing a high vis jacket? Like, yeah, that's don't that, care about health and safety. Yeah, that's what I find weird when health and safety like. That they're like overly concerned about one thing, but just don't give a shit about it. Yeah. Like in yeah. when we were in for the American army, they were like really conscious about certain things, but then other stuff they just didn't check or do. But stuff that would kill you. That so they had these um these these things, I can't remember what the tanks might be called strikers. And like there's a there's a handle to do the door to open the door. But sometimes they can, um, they like lever can snap, and so the whole thing will just fall down and it'll kill you. The oh whole thing, it's, like, it's, it's full on, and like there's no like safety procedures to check that. We just yeah. like that. We're like, I'll oh, make sure you never stand behind the door, like check the end door, make sure no one's there. Um, but then if you were like changing a wheel or something, you'd have all cones out and different things. And it was, <laughs> it was just really bizarre. Like, yeah, maybe this guy sitting there is like, all oh, health and safety. Like, you know, you're not doing this. I'm like, okay. But it, the, the consequence of that is, you know, I don't know, worst, worst, worst case scenario, if I was really like, I might lose a finger um, doing something. But, you know, you, there's other stuff where you're working on tanks. It'll take your head off and you yeah. don't care about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking madness, isn't it? But health and safety in the West, I think we we go overboard with it. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Like going around Thailand and stuff. I remember being in in Vietnam and me and Rachel went back to our room, and the stairs went all the way to the top, and it had no rail. Wow. Like, I don't know if it had broken off or, but it was like you could fall off. You could just yeah. literally fall off. It was it was weird. But they That's were like they didn't they didn't care. Yeah, it's fucking mad, isn't it? Yeah, we do love um, we do love uh, health and safety rules. My, my my dad works in construction, and and he says, you know, he he, he gets it, but fucking hell, like the red tape is just mm. insane. He, but he said, like, you know, 
if you're working in a day on a day that's like fucking 30 32 degrees you know back in the day you just you just have your shirt off do you know what i mean and, uh, but but now you've got to have your fucking you know your overalls on your fucking yeah. high vis like everything you know it's uh, it's absolutely crazy just quickly before we move on to this one um kjb i think uh so joined late some playing catch up now i'm an adult the amount of pokemon stuff and retro gaming consoles and games we've bought I see a sixty-pound Cubone plush, and I can actually buy it. It's so satisfying. I think I saw that exact plush in game the other day, and I was incredibly tempted, incredibly <laughs> tempted to buy it myself. But, um, but yeah, no, absolutely, that is the thing. If you want it, you can, you can get it if you can afford it. You know. I mean, you got the you got the Gengar plush. I have that. This Gengar plush actually kind of killed Pokemon plushes for me. I'll explain why. Oof. So this right here. It's a big plush, right? Ghost Pokemon. It's one of my favorite Pokemon pluses, Ghost. I do all the paranormal stuff, so I thought perfect for the backdrop, right? I won this at Thought Park on on one of the carnival games. You know where the bu- the bucket is like angled and you've got to get like two balls to stay in? Okay, yeah, yeah. And then you win. So I got that, right? And it did cost me 18 quid in goes to get it, but I got it. Now this, a plush this size... Pokemon, you're looking at probably between 50 and 70 quid. Oh, cool. Now, I got this for 18, which is quality. But because I got it for 18, if I see a plush this size, I'm like, that costs 18 quid. That shouldn't cost that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've kind of done myself. But it is fucking awesome. And it's huge. Yeah. That is a cool plush. Yeah. But yeah, that Cubone. I was, I was like, I really like the Cubone one. Um, but I was like, oh, it's three times more than I paid for the fucking Gengar. Can't do it. Can't do it. You gotta go back to Thorpe Park. That's what that means. You gotta go back. Exactly. Go back just to win stuff. So yeah. uh, this next one, my God, I tore it up with hot hot wheels oh, on this. Yeah. Get some hot wheels Same. on there. This is for the audio listeners. Sorry, I haven't been describing it to you. It's basically a map top down roads you got your hospital you got church you got schools on it just it's a carpet but designed like a top down map and uh, yeah yeah good times were had on that just racing yeah. around there all your, all your cars on it i bet they sold so many of those yeah it's crazy yeah. I was just just I was watching a, a short the other day and it was of rain wilson who played um Dwight in the office. Yeah, he was on. He was on Theo Von's podcast, and he was saying it was such a fucking brilliant um, thing that he said because it made me think. He he said, "Do you remember as a kid being bored? Like it was that it was like an actual palpable feeling that yeah. you know being bored. But now because of all of the fucking technology and all the rest of it, and you know entertainment at your fingertips and all that sort of shit. Like I, I think I said that's and even like your phone, like you just go on your phone or whatever, yeah. read articles. Like you're never bored anymore. Mm. No. You know, like yeah. to the to the point where it's like you're literally there sat there as a kid with nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that 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 actual you that was an actual feeling you know you yeah. had happiness 
anger, sadness, boredom. You know, it was yeah. it was actually it was it was it was one of them. And it's just yeah. you don't really have it anymore because everything is just so you know, you can talk to someone straight away if you want to, you can message a friend, like you know, you get all this sort of shit. Whereas as a kid growing up, you know, you didn't have any of that. If you didn't if you didn't know if your friends weren't playing out, you know. And you had nothing to do, you would just go into this like boredom mode, which would just yeah. be mind numbing. Yeah, yeah. Which is it, ironically now is quite nice. Yeah. To yeah. sort after like that. Like, if you ever go like you know, if you go away like camping or you're on your own or whatever, and you just can sit and you're like, I've got nothing to do. It's actually nice. So nice yeah. it's the boredom is a nice feeling. Um like yeah. saying it's because it's a rarity, you know, the yeah. um, distractions that you get. Yeah, in a way, it's become like almost it alleviates some of the busyness from your life. Yeah, just doing fuck all. It's become therapeutic in a way. I keep thinking to myself, I would love to change my phone to a non-smartphone. But at the same time, I just feel like my life, and this is obviously not the case, but it's just what my mind is trying to i think trying to stop me from doing it i just feel like my life would fall apart like i don't have a landline right so i think i communicate with everyone through whatsapp don't text people or you know or only really call like my mum and my dad you know i just think like all my communication with friends and that would go and that but then at the same time i just feel like i would I don't know. I just feel like I feel like as human beings, we should be harder to contact than we are now. Mm. And like even like group chats and that, it, like I, I, I was re- watching this podcast or a clip or something. I don't know. And he was like, they they were like, you know, you don't even really have your own opinions anymore because you you you're in discussions in group chats and your own opinions are being diluted by everyone else's opinions because you can't you don't have an opportunity to sit there with your own thoughts and think about things by yourself without other people chiming in on the you know which isn't always a bad thing it isn't always a bad thing but we're just we're just so fucking diluted and contactable now like i i can Right now, if I hung up this call, I can speak to someone within 10 seconds if I wanted to. Mm. Yeah. And it's just like you're never you're never really left to your own devices anymore. And it's just I just I just always think like I'd quite like to be. But then I just think, oh, well, if you make yourself harder to contact, what if something goes wrong and then they couldn't have got, got hold of you? And it's like, well, okay, how many times has something gone wrong? where I've had to be contacted immediately. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's but like I say, if you got, uh, yeah, 100% agree. And if you got like an old Nokia, someone can call you. Yeah. Um, and what's weird is that pre-Nokias or pre-mobiles or whatever, that, you know, we all, everyone did fine. That there, there yeah. might have, like I say, there would be some scenarios where it would have been handy, but, but like I say, it is, there's definitely something within, there's definitely like I don't know what it's called, like some sort of like anxiety thing when you haven't got your phone. Yeah. Oh, like I need to find my phone. Like put your try and turn your phone off for a week. Like you won't be able to do it. No. Um. And even even that, like, because I work from home, um, you know, and I work on my computer, like I can just type in WhatsApp web, 
and then I got WhatsApp on my fucking computer. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's just it's just too, it too, yeah, like I say, too easy to get. Yeah, but then, but then they, what do you do? Well, you delete WhatsApp, you know. But then, I mean, all these group chats and stuff, and all these people, you know, it's just like be good to have oh, like an old Nokia with a WhatsApp in it. Because WhatsApp, I don't think WhatsApp's too bad because it's. Like I say, it's usually, I mean, for me, I, I don't use it too much. It's just a form of, like, communication for, like, yeah. f- football groups or whatever. I'm not usually in it, like, loads. Um, yeah. But it's like, I, I see WhatsApp as, like, the new way to, instead of SMSing someone, you would just WhatsApp them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you had, like, a Nokia with, with, so you could do calls, text, and WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, then, then you are, you're, you you're totally contactable, but you're not. You haven't got your phone on you all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I find it bad, and I don't even have fucking Twitter or Instagram anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know, I just I if if I'm bored for a moment, um, I'll just start like reading articles or whatever on my phone. But yeah, for people that are all still on all the social medias and that like the distraction is just fucking insane mm. absolutely insane like i just i just it's like my productivity but then you know it's, it, it, i've got no one else to blame but myself like fucking hell this, you know you just gotta you just gotta try focusing that but my productivity is not that great because you just get distracted by you get pulled into a debate in a group chat or you know you you start watching youtube videos or all this shit and next thing you know and it's not even like i realize i like catch myself doing it and i'm like fuck that was yeah. half an hour yeah 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 you know it's just it's mad yeah there's um it's weird isn't it that that the, the lives we live now compared to the lives of someone 30, 40 years ago, like, yeah, of the similar age. Um, and so I look at like my dad's generation and stuff, and my dad's not always like on his phone, he yeah, just, he uses it like old school, yeah. Um, yeah. he goes on it occasionally, he, he, you know, he's on the up bit. I don't know if that's the same for everyone of that generation, but he's just, he's just not on it as much, like, and then it, it, conversely, you see like younger generation, it's like as soon as there's a moment to get your phone out. Oh fucking hell! It's out um, almost like instinctively to yeah. But I and I mean I, I you 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 probably be able to give me a better insight to be honest, Dan, as a father. But like you know, when I was on the plane to Egypt, I was surrounded by kids, and they're all just fucking. And I'm sure it's to try and keep them, you know, from crying and stuff on the plane, blah blah blah. But they've all just got fucking iPad screens like yeah. Two, yeah. Inches, two inches away from their face like yeah it's just fucking crazy planes after whenever we're traveling out we're always taking the ipads the ipads yeah. again it's, it's weird hard to navigate because it's like if you take them them off them yeah the house, or limit the time or whatever then um you know they're like they need stimulation kids so yeah like, you know i want to do something i want to do something and then and that, that, you know, weekends, we go out for walks and we, we go to the park and we make sure we get out of the house and that they're not just stuck in. Um, yeah. Because they will just, uh, all, you know, they'll go on the iPads and it's easy because you can just let them, and the older they get, the easier that is. You can just let them go on the iPads and stuff. But, like, we're, yeah. we're kind 
you know, we're not perfect at all. Like, no, so again, like they do go on it and they've probably gone it more than they should. Um, but we are, I, I mean, I think we both think about it more conscious about it. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard to like, because you could, you know, I think if you don't have kids, we oh, what more we'll let them have, have the iPad. It's like, yeah, try doing that. Try, yeah, try not giving your kids, that you know, sure. like your boys, whatever, an Xbox or gaming. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's just, and it, and I'm like, we we check every now and then, like what they're, you know, they're usually like chatting to friends or playing like Roblox and stuff. And it, yeah, like, is that bad? It's like, yeah, you know, no. But again, it's like you've got to. I think you've got to just be conscious of it and and, and make sure it doesn't become a problem and make sure like the you know the time you got when it's the weekends whatever you are doing stuff together and yeah um yeah it is it's, it's a weird one it's hard it's hard because it's there because I just remember when I was a kid it's like you know you had your Mega Drives and stuff and your games and it's like imagine trying to take that off me as a kid I'd have been devastated oh yeah of course yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, certainly. Yes, it's yeah. A, it's hard balance. It's a very hard balance of finding enough. Yeah. I, think, I think, I'll tell you what I think the difference is, is like, because I mean, obviously, our generation, we kind of, uh, in the early teens, I'd say, um, hit the curve of online gaming. But yeah. gaming back in the day, and certainly through you know my younger years as well, you know it was it was unless you had a friend over, it was single player. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you still had the want from time to time to see your friends and play with your friends, but yeah, now everything's yeah. online. Yeah, you don't actually have to go anywhere. No, yeah, you which know, is there's bad. not there's not that yeah. there's not that want or need to go outside. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's where because yeah, I'd be a fucking hypocrite to 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 um to to say anything negative about gaming. I love gaming. I'm nearly thirty. I still game. Not a, not an issue. But I think that is the difference. Um, yeah, yeah. You, d- you, you don't know, see in, kids, in being a kid. You know, you don't see kids outside anymore. Like in groups. Yeah, strange, like, isn't it? Occasionally, you see them at teenagers hanging around the shops, whatever. But yeah. like, you don't see young. You don't kids see like a kid picking up a stick dense. to be a sword. Yeah, no. making debt exactly. Um, and that's. I think that's a, a shame. And um, yeah. I was chatting to someone actually uh, recently about um, his, his like in the army. Um, and he was like, yeah, that the, the kind of younger, younger people coming through now, like that, those skills of, of doing that, being out, you know, out and about and like that, that is, it's a different generation now that have come yeah. through. Not, not good or bad, you know, it's just, um, it's just, that's the way it is. Like there was a generation yeah. that had been out, that you know you're used you're mm-hmm. used to growing up um and just being outside all the time and just know you know making dens and all that sort of stuff yeah. um and yeah. He says, yeah it's more like gaming no yeah i mean the thing is you know with these kids being exposed to technology so early i'm sure in the next 20 to 30 years the technological advances will probably be quite significant because they will all be so technologically savvy more so mm. than any of us ever were, yeah you know? 100%, so there yeah. will be there will without a doubt be advantages yeah you know um but yeah but it, it come everything comes at a cost but yeah, you know, yeah. It, yeah. I, I i sometimes wonder um and it's not not just not just kids it's even myself and you know with all of the 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 entertainment and and also like the short form i i, I know i'm going to sound like a hypocrite because i create it Short form content without a doubt affects attention span. Without a doubt, yeah, 
100%. But also imagination. I feel like my imagination now, maybe it's because I'm an adult now, but I just feel like my imagination is just so weak compared to what it used to be. Do you know what mm. I mean? That does yeah. happen, doesn't it? Anyway, yeah. as, you, as a child, your imagination is chemically stronger. It's inc- incredible. The yeah. imagination of a child is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and we do lose that just chemically and also through society. Yeah. I, I I was thinking about this the other day as well. I was wondering, like, as I don't know about you guys, but we said about when we went camping and stuff. So I guess it's it kind of range true. But obviously, if you grow up playing outside, not with friends and stuff, and going out into like nature, like I yearn to do that to go out yeah. into like nature and stuff. And and obviously that's evident from um like socials that like, it's very popular. Loads like, of people go out do walking and stuff. Uh, yeah. And I, and I was thinking this. I wonder if that comes with age, or again whether it's like a nostalgia thing where you know you did it as a kid. You yeah. Kind of going back to it, I wonder if the kid the generation now coming through if they don't experience that and it's they're saying yeah. they're getting all that short term i wonder if later on in life they'll want to do that or they'll just be want to be stimulus in another way and then outside is very uh empty yeah. just yeah just like oh you know there's no because yes yeah, so i don't know whether the outside is an age thing with me or whether it's again it's a nostalgia thing like going back to yeah being a kid and being out and you know realizing how much joy you got out just being outside yeah definitely i mean one of my one of my fondest childhood memories is me and my cousin jack we used to uh because our nanny well that he grew he actually grew up basically his house and my nanny's house were neighbors and uh that that the back garden leads onto a forest we used to just go in the forest and you know play like lord of the rings and shit you know yeah just like as kids it's fucking awesome yeah you know but i imagine like that's what i mean like it's almost like i i when i think back to it i'm like visualizing us actually in like mordor and shit but in reality yeah, yeah, yeah. We, were, we were just in fritton woods but my memory yeah is what my imagination captured not the actual you know okay. it's incredible i understand yeah that's like playing you know playing walls and army and guns and like that your yeah. imagination goes back to to the oh you know all going out in your bikes and just your your imagination's rife in it as a kid yeah like, it's incredible you, you play these games and i'll watch it with my daughter um you know she'll play like games on like tea parties and yeah she's like she's but she's, she's there. there she's getting yeah. in like and it's yeah it's so fun and it and it's it's horrible really because i've known a few years that goes um, yeah yeah and it just it just like i say you know you get your ipad you get your, your friends you get the teenage years of hormones and it just fades away and it's like so i just i i always let her do it and and just you know i will always encourage it and stuff because it, it's it's fleeting unfortunately yeah absolutely but what a play you know what a, i don't know privilege is the right word but it, you know it is an awesome thing to to have even if it is for a limited time yeah, I think um, I've been watching stuff about like you know magic mushrooms and psilocybin and that stuff, and yeah, I think some of that links into into that as well. Whatever goes on in your brain chemically, then you kind of link back and get a bit of that back because we we seem to put up walls, don't we, as we get older? Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Because all, all we are is um, we're just products of 
what has happened to us yeah, good or bad yeah. for years and years and years and years and then the person that you are today is is you know just a, a combination of experiences i wonder sorry to chat okay but i wonder if you know like tribes and stuff yeah um, where they're out in the wild and there's like not that external influence and they're not trying to get sold to so i wonder if they're they keep that longer or they're you know they're they're more in their brains more in tune with that kind of imagination part i'd imagine it is because yeah. i think i think it definitely has the you know technology and and stuff is definitely um because you don't have to especially with entertainment and stuff you don't have to think for yourself because no. it's there in front yeah, of you yeah. you know yeah i'd imagine so, yeah, I, reckon, I reckon so yeah i'd imagine the same it's, it's you kind of have to make your own entertainment keep yourself occupied do whatever the is best for the tribe um and you you don't even the technology doesn't even come into it above like hunting and stuff yeah exactly um, yeah that's literally probably the only technology they'll ever encounter is stuff to hunt things better yeah and that's that's it right really. their, their entertainment is probably or one of the forms of entertainment is probably you know sat around a fire telling mm. stories of things that they've hunted and stuff yeah, yeah. you yeah. know yeah, which sounds great. Yeah, and obviously, if someone's telling you a story, you have to then visualize it yourself. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's it's the thing. It. Yeah, because that—that's a—that's feel like we lose a lot of that. The art of you know sitting around together telling stories. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. That actually powerful. ties in to what um, Ashton said a minute ago. He said to me, "It's baffling when I go out for tea." And I see families all sat there on their phones, not talking to each other. People just rely on tech too much these days, especially younger. So look, because you see that a lot, don't you? You know, rather yeah, than people yeah. sat around talking to each other, they're just sat. Yeah. With their phone stuff. Just, one thing yeah, that I yeah. try, one thing that I try not to do, just because I saw a video of this. Um, I don't know if he's a, if he's a scientist or a motivational speaker or something, but he was like, basically like subtle cues and and um like subtle signs of intention even if it's not your intention basically what he said was you know if you're sat at a table with someone and you've got your phone on the table mm -hmm. it says to the room that yes i am engaging in conversation with you but as soon as that thing lights up yeah, yeah. i need to see it because that's yeah. why it's in my eye line yeah and that's yeah, one yeah. thing i try not to do anymore if if if, if i'm sat at a table or whatever I make sure that my phone um, isn't on the table. My phone's always on silent anyway, which is why I'm so shit at answering phone calls. But um, I always miss calls and then call back. But the um, yeah, I always try to make sure that my phone isn't on the table, just so, just so you know that isn't the case. But you do see it, and it is sad. You know, I'll never forget. I was when I went to one of the most incredible dining experiences I've ever been to, the Hakkasan as a Michelin star um restaurant in in uh, um japanese restaurant in in london incredible katsu curry oh my fucking god but anyway there was a and a far bit for me to judge i'm just going to tell you what i saw you know there was a family there i think it was like the dad and his daughters and maybe a son or a boy i don't know and, and they they looked very rich so i'm sure it was just like a mcdonald's to them but 
they were all just sat there on their phones. So mm. you're in a beautiful Michelin star restaurant. You got chefs coming out with the fucking food and shit. They weren't even like, oh, Instagram moment, take a picture. They were just like, they just sat yeah, at the table just like this. Yeah. Just, yeah. And it was just like, I was like, what yeah. the fuck, man? This is it's weird, isn't it? When you think about it and talk about it, it is like we're actually just staring at pixels. Yeah. Yeah. On a little screen. Like when you see the Matrix when it first came out, it's like obviously seems super far fetched now, but just feel like we are getting closer and closer to to that weird plugged in life. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we already are, really, you know, without the physical plug, we actually are. Mm. You know, we're like you you're on your phone either looking at other people's lives on instagram reading an article about other people's lives or talking to other people rather than talking to the physical people in front of you yeah what's the fucking point in that mm. yeah you know with obviously the exceptions of if there's emergencies blah 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 but what's you know what's the point yeah it's weird isn't it it's um the more I think about it, because I don't, I do think about it sometimes. But when I think about it, I'm like, "Fucking hell!" Like, imagine at the end of your life, when you die, you go up, and then it's just like you get a sheet, and it's like, "This is how much time you spent there like, doing that." Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's e- like I say, it's easy cures boredom. It's dopamine hits. Yeah, constant dopamine. Um. But then yeah, that it's... in itself reduces your threshold, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. A, it is. It's weird. It's a weird addiction that um, it's just probably under the radar a lot. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to say, what is the answer? Do we go backwards? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like... know. I don't even know if there is an answer now. Um... I think we're too. I think well, society definitely as a whole is fucking too far gone you know you're not you, you you can i think you can make the decision yourself if you wanted to but you're never gonna fucking society you know technologically is just gonna keep on going forward and probably weirdly enough what is it they say about social media we've never been so connected and yet so, so disconnected yeah yeah so it's spot on yeah it's just fucking crazy but hey ho that's Nokia's. life. Back to the Nokia's. That's it. It's I went travelling with a Nokia and and had a great experience. And it was like, say, I didn't, I had no phone, didn't really know I was going. It was all an adventure. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I wonder now how different that would be with a phone. And now, you know, you're looking at the booking on the hostels, and yeah. you know exactly yeah. where you're going. And yeah. say so you, you, you know, you're on Instagram, and it, it would just be such a different experience. And uh, one that I'm thankful that I did it that way. Um, yeah. Not it just that was not a choice. I just you know, it's all I could afford was a Nokia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, me and my partner were chatting about that, just saying that. Life is different, isn't it? With that, yeah. Like, say yeah. good, you know, good and bad. There are some good that comes with this instant access, um, but there also, yeah. there's also some bad with it as well. Yeah, yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah. My uh, my girlfriend's dad, he went travelling a lot in his twenties. Um, so I'm guessing that would be the eighties. Yeah. 
and he he's he always tells me stories and that and he was like you know i'd that there was not even a fucking mobile like he'd be like you know he'd he'd check in with his mum like maybe every three months so he'd find a fucking payphone or something you know after being in the amazon or something yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah just fucking completely different yeah you know no it's brilliant yeah yeah that was like, oh, i never obviously my I didn't even have a, as soon as I got to Australia, I had an Australian sim, so I couldn't even call home. It was, yeah. uh, it was way too expensive. So I would only, I would check in through Facebook every couple of months, like upload yeah. where I've been. And like I say, my mum and dad just didn't even know what country I was in. But yeah. the, there's a beauty to that for, yeah, for both sides. Obviously, of yeah, course. it's not, you know, it's not great. You know, you can have that worry factor in that, but also it's that adventure, adventure yeah. side. Mm. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, should we do some questions before we go? Because I know yeah. Liam's asked a question for you specifically, Dan, to do with the army. Oh, right, cool. What's he saying? Uh, are oh, any I'm... of you guys going to watch Wimbledon? And a question for Dan: How did you go about joining the army, and what was the interview and training process like? Thanks, guys. Up the Atma. Um, I'll just quick. I'll I'll probably catch some of Wimbledon. I do I do like Wimbledon. Um, yeah, so I'll probably watch a little bit. But not going to be a massive fan of it. Yeah, I tend to tend towards to the, towards the end. I tend to really yeah. only ever watch tennis at when Wimbledon's on. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't follow the season. I, uh, I liked it a lot when when Murray was in his prime because I liked Murray yeah. a lot. Yeah. But um, obviously he's kind of past it now. Yeah. Um, how did it go about joining the army? Uh, I just went to a local recruitment centre. Which I think you can go do and go to now. Um, obviously, this is like it was a long time ago, twenty odd years ago. Um, and at that time, yeah, you're careful what what, what you pick. I, I've probably changed now, but I remember at the time I almost signed up to the Princess of Wales Royal Regiment, which is like infantry. And um, I went down for my like selection. And I had my section training like booked in for that. Um, and then luckily I changed uh, and I ended up going Remy. But uh, yeah, I'll find out later down the line. I don't think this is the case anymore, but they used to get bonuses. Like the more the more people they could get to join their regiment, they used oh, to like get like a, referrals. Like a little, get some sort of like referral yeah, bonus, yeah. Um, which wow. I think was just a short period of time when they did that. Um, so yeah, careful what they advise you. Yeah. Uh, you probably think it's probably really easy to do all your research online. Um, interview was... They did a thing called a barb test, which is like a computer test. Um, it's called, it's like a, what do you call it? It's a bit like an IQ test. Um, it's called a barb. Uh, yeah, that was a pro. I think they still, I don't know, some, they'll do something similar to that. Um, and then they got the GCSEs, I think. Um, I was lucky because I did quite well on that and I had the right GCSEs. So they, they were give me a list, a printout of all, all the stuff that I could do. Um, and I just had to pick then what I wanted to do. But I didn't really know. I mean, the, the, the reason I chose mechanic was the, the guy showed me uh, the cover and it was a guy working on a tank engine in Cyprus. And I was like, <laughs> all I wanted to do was travel. And I was like, if I do this, will I get to Cyprus? He's like, yeah, 100%. And then I was like, cool, <laughs> sign me out. Yeah, they, yeah, he had no clue where I'd go. Or what I'd go. 100%. Did you ever, did you ever yeah, end I up? Did, I did actually go to Cyprus. Oh, nice. um, I went there diving and not, not as a mechanic. Um, 
So yeah, it, like the, the training was good. Uh, like it's, I guess it's a bit of a shock from from going from what you're doing to to that. But uh, yeah, I quite enjoyed it, um, and it sorted me out because I was a, a mess at like, seventeen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, I'm so thankful for it. Um, yeah, just, like it was, it was good. Like a few bad bits, but nothing, nothing major. Um, I think it's just a really good stepping stone for anyone. Like I'm always, I'm so happy with the time I did in it. Um, yeah, five years was enough for me. Like I wanted to go and start again. I don't know what it's like now. I've got a few friends who are in the army now. Obviously, everything changes. Um, they're all a lot older, so yeah your mind changes i think as you get older mm-hmm. in the you know there's always oh back in my day kind of thing and it's just like yeah, everything yeah. i think no matter what you do or what industry you're in like you're like, oh you know back in the good old days 20 yeah. years ago but um yeah it always helped me out like, i'm always thankful for it um and i enjoyed my time in it and it's a good thing to kind of look back i'd recommend it to anyone to be honest um yeah, so yeah. Is so, there a cutoff in age for joining the army? Um yeah, there is, yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is for the actual the full army. Uh there's a, a cutoff like the TA. I think I think it's quite old though. I think it's like fifty. Oh, okay. For for not for the normal army, not for the British Army. I think the I think the normal army is like I'm sure it's like thirty or something. Let me let me let me have a cough because it might have changed. But um, I know for like because I was looking at like really signing up and joining the TA. Um, oh yeah. Ago. Um, age for army. Oh yeah, so yeah, twenty nine. Um, eighteen and twenty nine. Sounds like this is my last. This is my last chance. <laughs> yeah, but you can join like you can join like um reserves and stuff quite a, like a lot older yeah um yeah no it's, i'm like say so i highly recommend it to anyone that to it's always i mean like you know it's only a short period of your life and it's it's just something cool to have on your cv yeah um, yeah and i i met some of my best mates still mates of them now what, from, uh, and they said that i remember when i joined up and they were like oh the people you meet in the first couple of years you'll still be friends with them for the rest of your life. Um, oh, that's awesome. And I remember thinking, no, that's bollocks at the time. And yeah. Actually, it was true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely cool. And like I say, you can get lucky or unlucky, like where you go. Uh, I just joined to travel. Didn't do too much traveling. And I traveled more when I got out. And it gives you opportunities to do it. So I worked with the American Army quite a bit after. Yeah. Which, because of that, um, it kind of led me into that, which was cool. Oh, excellent. And how 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 was the training process? Yeah, it was good. Uh, there's some, I think it's di- obviously different for everyone. Um, I, I didn't really, I didn't like all the marching and stuff. Um, yeah, I was always a bit of a shit soldier, if I'm honest. Like, I just wasn't, just wasn't a good. I was like, I, I was all, I was good at my trade. I was a good mechanic. Um, but I, I and I like doing, I like doing, I like the sport, I like running and the football, and I was quite fit. Um, but the admin of being a soldier, I was just never, 
Never great at. And I didn't take it to, I probably, like now, if I, I'd probably take it more serious now, I just didn't care then because I was young and I just, all I had to do was like drink and go out and party it. And like, I'd always leave everything to the last minute. I still do that now, to be fair, but uh, I would leave everything to the last minute. Um, my preparation and that, I just wasn't on the ball. I was a, yeah. I was a bit of an admin nightmare. Um, yeah, but like the trade, it's good. Like I say, it, it gets you, you know, you just get in as a standard and just because it's your basic training is like 11 weeks, but then you did a different thing where you did like foundation um, and I did a week's foundation. Or if you don't pass a test, you have to do four weeks foundation. And uh, you you just see the difference. Like everyone gets fitter. Just everyone. Yeah. You just get, you know, you're 11 weeks of like eating right, truck getting up at five, like, just you just see the improvement of everyone, your self confidence as well. Like I wasn't, I was shy before when yeah. I um, didn't talk too much, and it you just get a, a an air of self confidence about you because you constantly go through like little tests, and uh, you see the progression in people. And I think that generally through the army, like you know, I only did five years. It was not a long time, um, really, for like people do like that. My mate's just done his twenty two years. Um, wow. But you're always like progressing as a person yeah. through it, and there's, there is lots of opportunities if you take it. You just got to seek it out. I think. Um, again, I don't know about nowadays because it might change slightly different. But I guess it's just like normal life. Like if you want to seek out the opportunities, they they are there. But yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. Like, it's, like it's you know, it's a, it's a good stepping stone. Cool. Excellent. Um, well, so yeah, do it. <laughs> we'll do. There you go, Liam. Ashton. Mitchell's got a question. He asks, it's a complete tone shift, but do you guys happen to have any tips as I've got a charity boxing fight in two weeks and I'm very nervous about it? Oh, fair play. Um, your opponent will be nervous as well, so don't worry about that. That's yeah. natural. Um, I mean, I, I it's, it's, it's a charity boxing fight, so enjoy it. If you know When you're in there, enjoy it. Yeah, if you can, it's... It's... Spark him out. <laughs> I wonder how much uh, like sparring and stuff is done in pre-training. That'll probably yeah. have an effect. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be nervous as, as well. Um, and you're in head guards and stuff, aren't you, anyway? So it's... Yeah, I don't think it's... You're gonna if, you're, if you're afraid about taking serious damage, I, I personally... Uh, again, I've never had a charity boxing match, let alone any boxing match. But I'd imagine they're probably not putting you against some absolute jacked up fiend who is a pro boxer. So you, they're going to be, yeah, no. I'd assume, similar level to yourself. Yeah, if it's, and, and also, isn't it in charity matches the stoppage is a lot softer, isn't it? I think yeah, so. Yeah. If it's if it's white collar, um, they just match you up with someone similar ability, or or even someone. Um, You've been like training with and sparring with. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about it myself doing a charity boxing match. Uh, it says, Ashton, we've done six weeks training already, so I've got a good grasp of it, but I've taken some heavy hits and shrugged them off. Well, there you go. Yeah, it'd be The thing is, the, obviously, you don't want to spar too much um, as you get closer to the event, but. And I know that obviously sparring, you should be, you know, sparring at like 40%, blah, blah, blah. But chances are the people you're sparring with probably hit as hard as the person you're going to fight. So, you know, 
move around, gas him out, go for the kill in round three. <laughs> if you get yeah, it, if you just get think it about afterwards, you'll be like elated afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, win or lose, it's, it's, a char- yeah, it's charity, charity, yeah. which is yeah. awesome. So, and you cool. just yeah, put yourself. We should do a big app one against against someone. Or have a round robin between the three of us. If you reckon you get it done in, in 30 seconds, Ashton, go for it. If, if you believe in yourself. But if not, gas him out. Yeah. Uh, that is my. I watched, when my I watched um, Half Thor Bjornsson versus uh, Eddie Hall. Oh, yeah. So I just happened to be in D- Dubai at the time. I was like, oh. I'll have a look at tickets. And it was a tenner. And I was like, okay. Oh, sick. And then I got there. A tenner, yeah. And then I got there. It was like two in the morning our time. I think it was like 11 o'clock. It was perfect. It was literally on the last night. I'd finished all of the summit stuff. I actually left an after party a little bit early. But I thought, fuck it. I'll go watch the boxing at a tennis stadium in Dubai. And um, I got there. And I was like, you know what, mate? Um here's my ticket i was like what what whereabouts is the seating because i had a seat on it and he was like just sit anywhere mate <laughs> so, really? yeah and then i ended up sitting next to by chance just because they were chanting for eddie so i thought okay i'll sit with sit with them by chance it was the fucking um team gb paralympics team oh really coach yeah so it was like the girls shop putter um there was a Oh, yeah, there's a few, there's a few there's a few of them there, and it was just awesome. And then it was just weird because uh, me and Lozzie went to to school. Uh, sorry, went to college. I went to school with with um, Sophie McKenna, who's Team GB shot putter. Um, and so I was like, oh no, well, I went to see him. They were like, oh my god, we know Sophie. We chose her. Blah, blah. So yeah, it was really cool. But anyway, yeah, I watched that. And the point I'm getting at is Eddie came out way too hard in the first round, gassed himself out and was fucked, and then half four Bjornsson just picked him off for the remainder of the fight. So maybe throw one or two haymakers just to see if you can get it done, but don't go hell for leather in the first round for the entirety because you will fuck yourself. Gas out, yeah. So, yeah, don't gas out. Just think about, you know, think about your stamina. Keep moving. Move lightly gas him out and then you you know you just go in for the kill that's what that's what i would do i would look to gas my opponent out i wouldn't even look to necessarily win the first round on point you know win the points of the first round to be honest i just want to to have this guy throwing punches hopefully missing obviously return some and then um go into the later rounds with more energy than than him that's what I would look to do. That's a good plan. But I'm not a professional boxer by any fucking thingy. I'm just saying what I would do, and that's all I can do. So, yeah. Yeah, I know fuck all, so probably ignore what I said. Also, Eddie Hall and Half Thor Bjornsson, Half Thor Bjornsson especially, they are monsters of men. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. yeah. the size of them is insane. A j- like a jab Absolutely. is a sledgehammer yeah. to the face. Big Ol says head movement, absolutely. Keep that head moving. Fair play. Fair play doing it as well. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant thing to do. Uh-huh. And if you drop him to the canvas and get the <laughs> knockout win, that's incredible. 
I think yeah, they do well to do that if they're in head guards, but depends. Yeah. You never know. Some absolute you never know. Get in the clinch, pull the head card back a bit, expose <laughs> that temple. <laughs> Bosh. Jesus Christ. That's it. Get a training montage in, says Carla. Yeah. It's uh, in Rocky, that works. Yeah, they do work in the films. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you, you, you're going to do well, mate. You'll be fine. And like I say, it's, it's yeah. a charity, so you're a champion already, you know? Yeah. Well, we've taken a trip down memory lane. We discussed, you know, society as a whole, as we normally try and cover all sort of subjects on this podcast but I hope everyone enjoyed it mm-hmm. I enjoyed going down memory lane always do with nostalgia ones I think we all like yeah. them don't we so yeah. yeah I just will before we leave I will just quickly plug the fact that you can if you want to there is um, a subscribe button or a channel membership button rather you can press four ninety nine. you get access to extra episodes that I do at the moment I'm doing an episode every two weeks and also, I'm doing a current playthrough of Prey, the uh, video game. Very good. Oh, cool. Um, very good survival horror game. Um, it's a lot. It surprised me how good it was, considering how little I know about it going into it. But yeah, I've enjoying it. Part four should be coming up either today or tomorrow. But yes, it's four ninety nine. If you want to do that, if not, just carry on watching these and enjoying the episodes. But um, we will see you in the next one. Up the Atma. See you later. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye-bye.